0: Uh, I don't know if Aaron mentioned it, but there's an outline on page four of your booklet, uh, one of the uh, Humphreys specials outlines, very detailed, hopefully you'll find that helpful as we go through Think about uh, Psalm 103. Let's pray. Uh, Heavenly Father, we thank you for the wonderful blessing it is to be here on church camp, and we pray that you would uh, really bless this time, that we would learn more about you, about each other and about ourselves, so that we can live well in your word. Amen. Good morning, everyone. Uh, Here's one of my favourite T-shirts. Check it out. My dad gave it to me. It has Mr. Spock from the original Star Trek series saying, "Trek yourself before you wreck yourself." I love it because I'm a Star Trek fan, uh, but it's also it's really funny because Mr. Spock is meant to be a serious character who suppresses his feelings. He's a Vulcan, and his race are known for being logical and rational. They never strike a funky pose or riff off a colloquial phrase. In fact, they probably do exactly what I'm doing right now, which is explaining to you why this is a funny thing, why it's (laughs) ironic, and some humans would find it humorous. The phrase is meant to be a joke. Uh, It's making a joke off the phrase, check yourself before you wreck yourself. It's popped up in different places in kind of pop culture and advertising and basically means that if you don't stop and take a moment of self-examination, you might find yourself in big trouble. Well, that's what I want us to do this weekend, to check ourselves. Uh, Here we are on church camp, we're thinking about how we can be refreshed. And the last two years, well, they've sucked, haven't they? And I don't even need to go into details because you were all there. You've all lived it. We all know that we're in a desperate, we're in desperate need of refreshment. Yet we can do that in a way that's not helpful. And that's why this weekend we wanted to think about ways to reconnect in wise and sustainable ways. And we're thinking about how to reconnect with God, with each other and with ourselves. And it's that last one that I'm speaking about this morning. I want you to reconnect with yourself by checking in with yourself and I'm going to give you three reasons why you should do that so that you don't wreck yourself. You don't have a lot of time, so I'm going to talk fast. Reason number one, we're embodied souls who are a complex mixture of physical and spiritual. God breathes into us the breath of life, and this is more than just animating us. It's because he actually bestows upon us a spiritual aspect, a spiritual aspect to your person. You have an inner self and an outer self. You have a visible dimension and an invisible dimension. And these are completely enmeshed so that what happens to your physical self impacts on your spiritual self and vice versa. Take, for example, when you're singing to God and there's a line in a song that really connects with you. And that's a spiritual moment, isn't it? But your brain also releases endorphins and you have that physical aspect to it as well. What this means is that you are a complex person and your friends are probably like, yeah, we know. But what I mean is that when you check yourself, it can be hard to figure out whether your issues are spiritual or physical or both. You see, it takes patience and careful consideration to know what your needs are. What it also means is that caring for yourself physically is not unspiritual or worldly. And as Christians who take their faith seriously, that's really important to hear. It's not unspiritual or worldly to care about your physical self because all aspects of your person are connected. Reason number two, we are dust on the brink of disintegration. It's pretty dramatic, isn't it? But there is hope. Uh, We're going to turn to our key psalm, Psalm 103. So if you've got a Bible open or got your Bible app fired up, it'd be helpful for you to have that in front of you. Psalm 103, and I want us to think about verses 13 to 16. I'm going to read them out. As a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. For he knows how we are formed. He remembers that we are dust. The life of mortals is like grass. They flourish like a flower of the field. The wind blows over it and is gone. And its place remembers it no more. That might seem a bit depressing, but it's actually a helpful reminder that you're not invincible. You have physical limitations. And one day your body will stop working. You will literally fall apart and return to dust. This is nothing to be ashamed of. God has compassion on you because he knows that you are weak. He remembers that you are dust. He remembers because he made you. The very first man was made from the dust of the earth. God formed him and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And that's a a wonderful picture, isn't it? the, The creator God holding this dust man that he's just made And he breathes into his nostrils spirit and life. God knows we're fragile because he was there at the start. And so God invites you to check yourself before you wreck yourself. He knows that you need to sleep and eat and rest and exercise and have medical examinations and do Pilates at 7.30 in the morning. God doesn't need to do those. But he knows that you do because that's how he made you. Yet despite your best efforts, you will still disintegrate. I'm sorry if that's kind of shocking news for you. But your current body is not your final form. But if you stay connected to God by trusting in him, then he will breathe new life into your body. On the last day when Jesus returns to establish his kingdom in its fullness. And we know that God can do this because of what it says in verse 17 of Psalm 103. But from everlasting to everlasting, the Lord's love is with those who fear him. God is everlasting. In fact, I thought I'd share a verse with you from Daniel. We're going to be studying Daniel at church starting next week. And so here's a verse that connects with what we're thinking about. Chapter 12, verse 2, Daniel is being told about the distant future. Multitudes who sleep in the dust of the earth will awake, some to everlasting life, others to shame and everlasting contempt. So check yourself because you uh, you are dust and you need to take care of yourself. But don't feel pressure that you have to make yourself perfect because God will do that on the last day when he raises you up from the dust. Reason three. We are spiritual beings who bear sin and suffering in our bodies, but we can know peace. So the first part of this is that you need to examine your physical self. When we look carefully at the Psalms, we can see that pain can be something that's deep down in the bones. And so by giving attention to how you are going physically, that can clue you into how you are going spiritually, because remember, they're both connected. In Psalm 6, King David writes, Lord, do not rebuke me in your anger or discipline me in your wrath. Have mercy on me, Lord, for I am faint. Heal me, for my bones are in agony. My soul is in deep anguish. How long, Lord? How long? He's suffering greatly, and he feels it in his bones. That's not to say he's got arthritis or a fracture. Rather, it's a pain that is deep. It doesn't go any deeper than your bones, does it? And it's caused by his spiritual state. His spiritual state gives him physical pain. In Psalm 32, David links his physical condition to his own sin. Blessed is the one whose sin the Lord does not count against them and in whose spirit is no deceit. When I kept silent, my bones wasted away through my groaning all day long. For day and night, your hand was heavy on me. My strength was sapped as in the heat of summer. Then I acknowledged my sin to you and did not cover up my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord. And you forgave the guilt of my sin. So this psalm's a different situation, another time, another season, and, and David's bones wasted away because he was holding on to sin. His guilt was causing him physical symptoms. By examining himself, he realised what the problem was. He needed to confess to God so he could come to know peace, the peace of being forgiven, spiritually healed. That's not to say that every suffering we experience is because of sin, but you know what? Sometimes it can be because we bear the effects in our bodies. And we can even bear the effects of suffering, suffering that comes from, say, conflict or relational turmoil. (laughs) Listen again to David, this time from Psalm 31. My life is consumed by anguish and my years by groaning. My strength fails because of my affliction and my bones grow weak. You can see I did a word search for bones. Uh, Because of all my enemies... I am the utter contempt of my neighbours and an object of dread to my closest friends. Those who see me on the street flee from me. This is pretty intense, isn't it? We bear the effects of sin and suffering in our physical bodies. So we need to physically examine ourselves. The second part is that we need to examine our inner self. This means connecting with your soul to work through issues. You're reflecting on your emotions and responses to life, listening to your feelings. This might sound like a bunch of New Age weirdo stuff, pseudo-scientific mumbo-jumbo, but guess what? It's biblical. It's in the Psalms. Psalm 42 and 43, the author three times says this, Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God. He's speaking to himself. He's trying to understand what is going on in his heart and then he speaks to himself to stir up his soul to right thinking and right doing. And this is exactly how Psalm 103 begins. So let's go back to our Psalm, Psalm 103, first verse. Praise the Lord, my soul. All my inmost being, praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits. David has examined his inner self. He knows he needs to work through some issues. And so he reminds himself of what is true. He exhorts himself. And he goes on to list those benefits. I actually have these verses in my prayer app. Shout out to Prayer Mate. You should all download it and use it. I use it in my prayer app so that I regularly pray through these benefits so I can tell my soul to remember these things. Verse 3. Who forgives all your sins, great. Heals all your diseases, redeems your life from the pit, crowns you with love and compassion, who satisfies your desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. That sounds pretty good, doesn't it? They are the benefits that God gives you. We are spiritual beings who bear sin and suffering in our bodies. And that means we need to examine ourselves. And there is hope. Because we can do something about our state. Because through the the life, death, resurrection and ascension of Jesus Christ, we can know peace. Through him, God gives us ample benefits to help us. And these are ours to have through faith in Jesus. So that leads me to our application. And we're going to have to rush through this. I'm sorry. It's going to be quick. But there's some ideas for you to consider and you can talk about it. At the end of a long day or a hard week, we like to think we've earned some me time, some time where we can disconnect from work or study, disconnect from the stress of relating to people. And this can be refreshing to a point, but it's not the sort of refreshment we learn about in the Psalms. Because here's the thing. We tend to seek refreshment by even disconnecting from ourselves. I want you to think about that. We feel stressed or anxious. And rather than checking in with yourself, you try to distract yourself. You know, scrolling through your phone, eating chocolate, doing an intense workout. I regularly do two of those things. (laughs) You may feel better afterwards, but have you actually become better? No. So here's what you can do instead to reconnect with yourself so you don't wreck yourself. First Listen to your body. Notice how you respond. You know, why does your heart race uncontrollably when you see certain people and go to certain places? Maybe it's a good flutter or maybe it's an anxious flutter. Why does your heart sometimes start to fire off for no apparent reason? What is going on out there that's making something happen in here? Why do certain tasks overwhelm you? You know, you see that email land in your inbox and you break out in a sweat or your brain just freezes. like, I just can't do this. Why is it that you snap at people or avoid people? Have they actually done something wrong? Or is that your body having an automatic physical response that puts you into fight or flight mode? Perhaps you can think about your life as a bucket and things just kept getting poured in the top and you've got to think, how can I stop the inputs? Or how can I put more holes in my bucket bucket, to have healthy outlets? Second, look at your body, examine your body, but then talk to your soul. Speak the truth like David did. Even say it out loud, and I'm serious about that. You may have all sorts of physical and emotional reactions that seem right, but they're actually out of line with reality. So you need to speak the truth to yourself. And the Psalms are wonderful for giving you the words, the vocabulary, for actually working through your emotions, processing things. And flowing on from this, you need to master your emotions. Your body might have all sorts of reactions. Your feelings push you in a particular direction, but you're in control, not your feelings. Now, I'm not saying you need to be like Mr Spock who suppresses his emotions or become robots. Our feelings can be healthy warning signs, flags that you know, there's danger or something to work on, something to think about, but they're not in charge. So talk to your soul. You can choose how you respond. That's easy to say, isn't it? It's hard to actually live out. And that's why the third and final aspect of reconnecting with yourself is praying to God for insight, praying that his spirit would talk to your spirit That he would help you to understand yourself, to connect with yourself. So that's enough from me because I want you to hear from some other people and I want you to spend some time in self-reflection. But come and speak to me later on if you've got any questions. I've got some resources. I'd love to talk to you about those resources. But I hope you can see that it is good and godly to reconnect with yourself by checking in on your body and soul. Because if you don't check yourself, you're going to wreck yourself. And no body, not even your body, wants that. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the reminder that you have made us as body and soul, embodied souls. And so help us to care for both the physical and spiritual aspects of our persons so that we can flourish and thrive and serve you, do good for you, uh, good to others, and glorify you always. Amen.